Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 2nd in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two, and our goal always to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law, the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great uh, peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Other than that, what do you say? Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, no doubt, starts now. It is a recap of the broadcast that took place yesterday that we start with every day on your radio. Why? Uh, Not because we want to cover already covered ground, but because we are convinced that the ground we cover is so unique in perspective, so important in news that the networks refuse to use items, that a recap makes sense so that everybody gets the word. You missed yesterday's show, no problem. You can listen to the recap or check out the show notes at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. Massive John Hopkins study, ladies and gentlemen. Lockdowns, masks, closures did not reduce death. That's the Hopkins, Johns Hopkins University study. It's huge, ladies and gentlemen. It did not reduce death. And furthermore, the university strongly rejects government measures as pandemic policy instrument Art Moore with WND.com breaking down that story for us. Great, great uh, information. Where's the mainstream press? This should be a, this should be top news, top of the hour, top of the stack. Tell everybody in the world knows it, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, John Hopkins University, they're the people that keep track of all the numbers, right? On cocoa deaths and everything, infections and the like, hospitalizations, okay? But massive John Hopkins University study, lockdown masks, closures did not reduce deaths. That was so big we talked about it the first whole hour of the show yesterday. Massive, massive, in my opinion, story with over two years repercussions, right? All right, second hour of the broadcast. Of course, we are simulcast with Bridie on TV for the Sheriff Mack Show. And uh, we had a special guest, former Milwaukee Sheriff David Clark Jr. And uh, now he's a, a former American, or a former sheriff, but American sheriff, he calls himself, a foot soldier for freedom. Amen to that. We need foot soldiers for freedom. I'll tell you that right now. Our second half of the show on Brideon, I uh, had a guest by the name of Ben Tapper. And Dr. Ben Tapper is a D.C., that's what they call him, I guess, chiropractor. Um, And he works at the Wellness Point in Omaha, Nebraska. He's also the owner of the Wellness Point. And he basically doubled down. Dr. Tapper is a truth teller. 
on the facts regarding the experimental vaccinations. He says, this is a hill I'm willing to die on. Yes, this is the hill the good doctor's willing to die on. The truth matters that much is what he said. Anyway, great, great interview. Wonderful doctor. Great people, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you that right now. Finally, you should know that the broadcast archives for the Sheriff Mac show on Brighteon TV uh, can be found at Brighteon uh, TV and LibertyRoundtable.com uh, as well as LovingLiberty.net. So you can get the audio from us if you want the radio version or the TV version from Brighteon. And we're grateful to partner with Brighteon TV and Brighteon Radio along with the Loving Liberty Radio Networks to make this show complete. We have more listeners, more people tuning in every single day via so many channels, it's not even funny. Thanks so much for your patience during the rebroadcast, uh, or I'm sorry, the recap of the previous show segment of Liberty Roundtable Live. We move straight to our guest. His name is Weston Martinez. He's a Republican candidate in the election for Texas Land Commissioner. Weston, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Man, I'm so glad to be here. I tell you what, I feel like I'm back in America every time I'm on this program. Yeah, you got to love it. Ladies and gentlemen, Weston, last time he was on, we talked about uh, these school boards and how the sheriffs uh, should be standing up against abuse at the school board. Parents just literally trying to say, listen, we want to advocate for uh, what's being taught to our children. And the government, from top to bottom, all the way to the attorney general's office, for the United States, the FBI and the Justice Department, all the way down to your local level, all in bed together to suggest that somehow you're a threat, that you're a domestic terrorist, that you're an enemy. And ladies and gentlemen, that could not be more wrongheaded. And uh, some sheriffs didn't stand up as we thought they should have, uh, so we called them on the carpet quickly. I only want to uh, just a, a, a really quick update on that. Then I want to move to the reason that we have you on the radio uh, today, Wes. Any quick updates for us on that story? Well, I can tell you that we've never seen a time in our history whenever the state, whenever the Board of Education needs to be uh, taken out of the federal government and uh, and destroyed because the Department of Education is nothing but in, in education. It's the Department of Indoctrination. And thank you. And when we see what's happening there, you know, we've got some, we've got uh, a place in Virginia, I want to say that it is, that just required mandatory COVID vaccination for all children five years and above. You know, we, we, we are in perilous times. You know, somebody told me this is the times, this is the end times that the Bible talked about. And our founding fathers, when they created the Constitution, these are the things they were trying to prevent against. And we as citizens have to rally behind organizations like CSPOA, Sheriff Mack, your program, and other liberty lovers like yourself, myself, and Commissioner Sid Miller um, to protect what's left of america or we will have nothing left so that's uh, an update on that and um the uh the school board update is that they they're trying to uh cut a deal with the uh, two guys that uh, were arrested and um you know i'm part of that advisement team and we're not doing a deal so all right so sadly the uh wheels of justice grind ever so slowly but as long as we stand our ground uh, they're going to have to eat uh, humble pie on this one, man. I'm telling you right now, they've got they've crossed the line. Uh, and unless we have a whacked-out liberal judge that just betrays the people again, 
you know what? We should really see some pater on this one. They're out of control and need to be reined in, and holding the line is the only way possible, right? Yep, absolutely. That's why we got to be vigilant. All right, I want to move on now to the reason we have you on today. We promised it and teased it last time you were on the radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Weston Martinez is running for land commissioner in the great state of Texas. And right now, what, Mr. Right. Bush holds that position? Yep, George P. Bush of the Bush clan uh, Man, holds I, that position. Weston, I don't mean to interrupt here, but I thought we were done with the Bushes for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like trees. I like trees better. All right, there you have it. Um, so he's in the position now. He's obviously leaving. Uh, his, his tenure there, by the way, was very rocky, too. Um, he didn't double down in defense of the people, did he? No, and you know what? He got, you know, when you're looking at something like this and you're in a position in Texas and the position is really a, you know, a Texas first um, position, it's, it's, you know, you either, you either know it or you don't. And, uh, you know, we had clearly have different leadership styles, clearly different executive experiences. And, um, you know, I don't have a history of family, uh, you know, whispering in my ear about what I should or shouldn't do. So, you know, I think that people know they're going to see a great um, increase in what the output is from this office when I take this office uh, this next January. All right. So this is uh, uh, what people need to understand is the land commissioner in Texas is usually an off year, off term election is what they call it, because it'll be in 22, right? Right. So we're on the ballot, primary ballot with the governor and everybody else. And um and the primary is happening uh, starts you know, February 14th in Texas, and uh, early voting uh, mail ballots are being mailed here in the next uh, week. So the seniors and those that qualify for mail ballots, they're going to start putting those back in the mail. You know, here in about a week and a half. So we're uh, all hands on deck. So all your people around the country that listen to this, you know, share with everybody because I guarantee you all know somebody in Texas, and everybody in Texas can vote for them no matter where they live. Because it's a statewide position. That's correct. All right. What's your website, and where do people go to learn more about you, Weston? Sure. Go to westonfortexas.com. And then Weston also all my Texas. social media. Go ahead, sir. Dot com. And then all my social media handles are at Weston Martinez. If you go to my YouTube channel, you can see some of the places I've been speaking at. You can see some of the tips uh, that I've been putting out there. You know, we just had, we're about to have another ice storm in Dallas Metroplex. And, uh, you know, we have not fixed our electrical system here in Texas. And, uh, you know, I list some things people can do to actually survive in that situation. And we're just, you know, we've got to move things forward. You know, this job of land commissioner is very unique and actually you, know, you manage all of the land state of Texas, and then that goes into a fund to fund the permanent university fund, permanent school fund, and veterans benefits across the country. I know we'll talk more about that after the break. All right, Weston Martinez with us, ladies and gentlemen, WestonForTexas.com. He's running for land commissioner, ladies and gentlemen, which is a statewide office. Um, you know what? Most people don't even know what a land commissioner is. So when we come back, what the heck is a land commissioner? We'll talk about it with Weston Martinez in seconds on your radio. I have a question. Can a nation conceived in liberty 
carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? I believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people who have a moral compass. I don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life born and not yet born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Our guest today, Weston Martinez, ladies and gentlemen, he's a Republican candidate in the great state of Texas in the election for Texas land commissioner. WestonforTexas.com to learn about him and to understand more who he is, as well as to get involved and donate and volunteer and do everything you can to help him get elected. The primary uh, is coming up very, very quickly. So get involved, ladies and gentlemen. Save the Alamo. Build the wall. Protect elections. Manage investments to provide benefits for Texas veterans and secure the future of children education. That's what it says on his website. That ought to get us started, right? Man, we got a lot of work to do once uh, Weston becomes land commissioner. Now, what the heck, though, is a land commissioner? People kind of want to know that. They don't really, some of these positions, they don't really understand. They haven't really interfaced with them or dealt with them. And a lot of people don't really know what a land commissioner is, Weston. Well, you know, at the federal level, you have the, the Secretary of the Interior, right? But in Texas, you know, this office was created when Texas was a country. Take that and grapple that with the history that we've dealt with in our country. So Sam Houston created this office when we were the Republic of Texas before statehood, before the office of the governor, the lieutenant governor, all of our legislative branches that we have. And in that whole situation, uh, it was meant to get people to move across the state of Texas, and it was meant to get people to actually to fund the Texas Revolution. Um, and as we moved forward into statehood, 
you know, they, you know, we like keeping the federal government out of Texas as much as we can. And so this office stayed in there. And what I realized is that they made this part of the executive branch. And so what I really realized is that Sam Houston, having just been involved with, you know, experiencing the Alamo, you know, dealing with, with Goliad and San Jacinto and everything, you know, he made this office part of the state of Texas so that it could actually hold all the other elected officials accountable and you could still do your job. This office generates its own revenue. What a concept, you know? And so it generates its own revenue and funds into the permanent school fund, uh, permanent university fund, and the veterans benefits. And I tell people there's nothing general about the general land office. So um, this office is vast. In the history of Texas, I'm the first person to suggest this office can be used to secure the border. And I started saying it. Everybody else copied me like it did on all my other points. And even George P. Bush started saying it. And he actually did what I said could be done, which is to start building a portion of the wall. Now, I'll, what, I, what I jokingly say on the campaign trail right now is I'll finish what I got George P. to start for me. Uh, but a better solution that I have it goes along with securing our southern border is to take the Rio Grande River and fill it up, make it navigable, make it like the Panama Canal. Because right now, the people that come across from Mexico or the Haitians or the Chechens or the Russians or the, you know, um, Taliban, those people are walking across on dry ground or they're walking across on ankle deep water. And if we actually put some water in the river, they wouldn't be crossing. Now, let me just tell you one thing real quick on that. There's a treaty between the U.S. and Mexico from the 1800s that says both countries are supposed to put water into the Rio Grande River. You've got Mexico is five years behind on their water payment. So it's a doable solution. You know, I'm, I'm a technical guy. You know, I've been involved in public policy for a long time. I've been in business for a long time. And I'm a wartime leader. I'm not a chamber of commerce kind of guy. When it's all going to hell and you need to, you need to survive to get from point A to point B, God allows me to see solutions where other people see problems. And that, I know you got listeners from across the country listening. No matter what, no matter where you live, the illegal aliens that are brought to your doorstep are crossing my front porch here in Texas before they get to you. And me stopping this here helps you in. South Carolina and in North Dakota and in Iowa and in California, not in California, but, you know, in Missouri, you know, and in Nebraska and all those places. This is the But even in California, port. Weston, just because what we're ha- seeing is we're seeing the government literally illegally give these people plane tickets based on literally their rap sheet records, her arrest records or whatever you want to say. They're literally being distributed around the country. So you might get somebody to come through Texas and end up in California. Sam, if you go to my YouTube page and you go down to maybe four videos ago, you'll see a picture of a bus and then a picture of my face, um, you know, a little graphic overlaid on there, and you'll see 70, 60 to 70 illegal aliens getting off of a bus at the San Antonio International Airport in broad daylight, just like they were flying first class. And I caught that the other day, and I put it out there. I actually found out. I figured out that in Texas, in the Department of Public Safety, we have a uh, provision that says if you're transporting a virus, and it even says like Ebola, 
and spells out the symptoms. If you're transporting a virus, whether it's you know a human, an animal, or a plant, you would receive an eighty-seven thousand dollar fine. So I figured out these people driving these 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 uh, tour buses that are full of illegal aliens are hauling people with COVID, and that it should be an eighty-seven thousand dollar fine. First, so I started filing complaints, and I'm taught teaching other Texans how to do the same thing. So. It's a very, very, very good thing, um, and go check it out. You'll you'll be amazed at how much is really going on. You know, of the numbers you see on illegal aliens, that only represents a sixty to eighty percent, depending on whose numbers you're using. So there's twenty there's twenty to forty percent more that are crossing that nobody ever finds, nobody ever gets a hold of. Right, ladies and gentlemen, when you talk about land, Commissioner, the point is there's revenue-generating reality there for the state of Texas. This is true in every state. Every state has a land commissioner, though, because every state is a constitutional republic. Understand that reality. Yes, they partner. Yes, there's dual sovereignty with the general government, but the general government has limited authority and limited power. Understand that reality. So when we talk about what is a land commissioner, we're talking about revenue. We're talking about statewide positions. Weston Martinez running on the Republican ticket uh, for Texas Land Commissioner. WestonforTexas.com to learn more. You can also check out his YouTube channel. Uh, But when we talk about what is a land commissioner, the border is one big issue for sure. Water rights is another huge issue for sure. What other battleground issues are there for people to understand that, hey, you'll be right in the thick of this, right? Well, let me tell you what. God has really blessed me to have the strongest political and professional background to do this job on day one. And here's what I mean. Let me just tell you, I retired from Southwestern Bell AT&T. I have a massive infrastructure um, background. I have storm duty training. I've leased over 300,000 acres of rights across the state of Texas. I've been in the oil and gas industry. I've been in the home development, land development, industry, and business. And I've fought public, fought for public policy for different things, so I know how to do that. I actually created a bill years ago that made human trafficking a death penalty eligible offense, and another one that made voter fraud a felony in Texas years ago. And both of those died after uh, almost at the third reading on the floor of the Texas legislature. And so we have real problems. And also before running for this office, I worked with Project Veritas, my friends James O'Keefe, to get the woman arrested for voter fraud here in Texas that made national news. And, you know, you need to know when you're voting for somebody, you need to find out what they've been doing before they ask for your vote. Because we have had plenty of opportunities for good American citizens to get involved. I mean, in Texas, we had a fight for gender modification to stop children from being gender mutilated by doctors here in Texas. And we couldn't even get that finished. So. Um, nobody else in this office was, you know, running for this office was even trying to stop anything like that. So let me get to the, to what the actual, the other things that the office does. Look, the office handles my infrastructure background and real estate and home development benefits victims like Hurricane Harvey victims. I know how to get home building done, get it moved faster and deal with the bureaucracy. Um, a lot of times we have the citizens at the end of the stick, waiting for HUD and FEMA to release money so they can get their project started. Well, why is a U.S. citizen, especially in Texas, a donor state, 
waiting for the federal government to kick them money. You know, I think constitutionally we ought to just go ahead and start holding back our federal dollars, do the job, and send them the change. My, um, you know, the other part of it is beaches, beach reclamation, and Texas veterans. The vet- Ladies and gentlemen, veterans- Weston Martinez with us, WestonForTexas.com. Stay right there. We're going to come back. We're going to drill into a lot more about what is a land commissioner. What do they do? How do they interface? Just think the word zoning. For starters, we'll talk about it. You're listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. More than 91 million Americans are under winter weather alerts and nearly 6 million on cold temperature alerts. The National Weather Service is reporting states from Colorado to Vermont are experiencing the impact. An Arctic front is due to hit the hardest in the south, where icy roads and power outages will lead to headlines for the next 48 hours. Leaked documents from a White House Situation Room meeting the day before Kabul, Afghanistan fell to the Taliban shed new light on just how unprepared the Biden administration was to evacuate Afghan nationals who helped the United States in its 20-year war. Hours before the Taliban seized control of the Afghanistan capital on August 15, 2021, senior Biden administration officials were still discussing their plans. Then a long, lustrous six more weeks of winter... Puxatani Phil made his prediction today in Puxatani, Pennsylvania. USA Radio News. Hey, Carrie, we need that tax report by tomorrow. Hey, uh, Bobby, give me that expenses. For Hari's accounting firm, client growth is exponential. We're a couple of accountants short. He needs whip smart accountants at whiplash speed. Hey, uh, so why aren't these receivables matching up? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Dr. Marty McCary, a professor at John Hopkins University, says mask-wearing mandates are based on pathetic lack of data. Yet the mask fight continues. A group of parents who have children with disabilities filed a federal lawsuit on Monday challenging Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's executive order making masks optional in schools. The defendants named in the suit include Youngkin, who took office last month, as well as Virginia's Attorney General and the state's Superintendent of Schools. The lawsuit joins two others challenging the executive order that have been filed against Youngkin and other state officials since he signed it on day one of his administration. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. Whoopi Goldberg has been suspended for two weeks as co-host of a daytime television show on Disney's ABC. The network described her words as wrongful and hurtful about Jews and the Holocaust, basically saying the Holocaust was not about racism. We are USA Radio News.
Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Weston Martinez with me, WestonForTexas.com. He's running for land commissioner. We're talking about what the heck is a land commissioner. We've talked about borders, which is critical. We've talked a little bit about uh, waterways and water management and water control, etc. cetera. Uh, there's a lot more to it, though, ladies and gentlemen. He was mentioning right before the pause, you know, beaches, uh, building of homes, uh, regulations, you know, zoning comes to mind, right, Weston? Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a target-rich environment. And like I t- tell people on the trail, there's nothing general about the general land office. It's a highly sophisticated technical job. You know, it's like being the CEO of a King Ranch, of a home development company, of an oil and gas company, and also of the, um, you know, of the Audie Murphy uh, VA hospital here in the state of Texas. So what I was about to say at the break is that we have 10 veterans nursing homes that are under the purview of this office. Think about that. And that, that those nursing homes, they had twice the death rate of the national average of, the, of nursing homes across the state of Texas. And you have to ask yourself, what is going on there? I've done some digging. And basically what I, the conclusion that I've come to at this point um, is that our veterans got fauci'd by administration because those same contractors are doing work at other nursing homes and they had a great time and um, great reviews and they didn't have the death rate like they have at the veterans nursing homes. So that's a very big, it's a very big, uh, a very big issue. You know, when we look at the veterans in Texas, you can go and get a get a loan from the Texas Land Office if you're a veteran from Texas, and you can use that loan. And the rates are not even commercially viable. Um, land sales, we do a lot of land sales through the General Land Office, and um, so you got to know a lot about real estate. You got to know a lot about real estate, and you know we talked briefly about the beaches. We actually do work where we identify red tide and where we identify bacteria on the beaches. We clean Texas beaches. We do beach reclamation. And, uh, you know, with that beach reclamation, we can use that to actually build deep water ports in Texas. You see, Republicans don't think about how they can weaponize their office and advance the ball to do things for good. And that's what we have to start doing at every level. How do we advance the ball? to do the job that that the Constitution spells out. And, you know, we're going to have a, a great program in Liberty Hill in just a couple of weeks with Sheriff Mack and myself and some others. And I know you're going to put a link of this up there on the, on the post-production, but if you need to come because you're going to learn so much about the Constitution. I'll be speaking at lunchtime, and we're going to let you know what's going on in Texas. But in this situation, Sam, you've got, um, not only do you have these Texas beaches, but you're leasing land for Texas Parks and Wildlife. You're actually on the redistricting board if redistricting uh, fails at the Texas legislature. And there's so many things. The BLM, I can keep the BLM the hell out of Texas. The Bureau of Land Management. I mean, what? I mean, is, is there's very few things that are uh, as constitutional as keeping the Bureau of Land Management out of Texas. Why is that? That's because this office also regulates all the surveyors in the state of Texas. It maintains all of the original land grants and maintains the Texas borders. 
we had a shootout in North Texas basically a few years ago because the Red River, the border between Oklahoma and Mexico, uh, Oklahoma and Texas, actually migrated after a flood. Well, the land office did not get a public surveyor out there to resurvey it to show where the state of Texas ended and where Oklahoma started. So these people, uh, the federal government immediately came in and tried to take control. Well, these ranchers that had been farming it for ranching it for a long time, they knew, you know, where the land was and where it wasn't. And that's what the big problem was. You had the federal government thinking they could just take what they wanted at will and a office that was not executing the duties inside of that office. So those are, um, those are a couple of things, but, you know, we work with the state board of education, moving to education for a minute, that permanent university fund, it's actually what school districts use as the security to get their school bonds. And that thing is way over leveraged. And I don't know about you, but I don't think you should be getting money, taxpayer dollars for anything. If you force mass mandates, if you force vaccine mandates, if you force your employees to get a vaccine, if you did anything unconstitutional, I don't think you should get money from the state of Texas. I think it's just, it's just wrong, and there have to be consequences for people's actions. Um, you know, it's it's a very very there's a lot of things that are going on. But go ahead, we, we can break off into a thousand different questions. So, um, so let's start here, ladies and gentlemen. Understand this: when you talk about land, remember our whole purpose of government is to protect life, liberty, and property. All right. Or some say the pursuit of happiness, but it's all tied to private property. All right. You cannot prosper without property. And the reason that the land commissioner position is so important, ladies and gentlemen, is as Weston articulated, you've got to back off the federal government and say, look, we're a sovereign constitutional republic. Yes, we've partnered with you on the federal level for very limited reasons. Stay within your lane, if you will, is one of the greatest jobs uh, in my mind of a land commissioner to say, federal government, you know what? We love you. We believe in you, but only when you stay in your lane and obey your consent. We've given you consent via the federal or the general constitution. And, and so you've got a lane. And when you're out of your lane, sir, or ma'am, or you know, government, we're going to slap you. We're going to stop you because you know what? You don't have authority. You don't have any rights. So let me give you some examples to make the point. Land is absolutely connected to the narrow to money, to dollars, okay? Learning to live within your budget is a huge role uh, for people, uh, no matter what level of government they're in. But in this case, the national debt, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know this, but it's broke all records just recently. It just crossed $30 trillion of federal debt. And the U.S. also has more than $160 trillion in unfunded liabilities. We're talking about programs like Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, etc. This is absolutely unsustainable. So one of the things that a land commissioner could do in a state is really help dig in and make sure that budget and that spend is reined in, is realistic to the money derived and in proper balance. Something the feds have proven they cannot get done. But on the state level, there's a lot of people that are reining in budgets, a lot of people that are managing money quite well, Weston. Well, that's true. And in this case, 
you know, we generate revenue. Everybody hears about the rainy day fund in Texas and the billions of dollars that it has. Well, a big part of that is due to the general land office, drip, you know, leasing oil and gas leases and then generating revenue off of there. I know how to negotiate a better deal so that we can generate more money. I know how to diversify what we're doing so we actually get more resources. And I know how to protect our country by stopping people like the Chinese Communist Party of China from coming in here and buying land and trying to do a hostile takeover. Right now, you know, and, and that's just a couple of things because we have all of these people that are just trying to attack Texas in multiple different ways. Look, the, every, a lot of people heard about this Chinese general that bought 200 square miles in Texas. Well, guess what happened? Goldman Sachs, to whitewash that deal, Goldman Sachs just opened up an office in China, bought the Chinese company that owned that asset, and collateralized that whole thing under a Goldman Sachs China entity. Folks, we're at war, and there's not even a bullet being fired. So as land commissioner, I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to call for an audit on all, on all land transactions for the last 10 years. I want to find out if somebody was lying about who they bought their property for, what their intentions were. And I'm a property rights guy. But if you've got, you know, people that have the worst interest in mind for Texas and the United States, then we need to go in there and solve that problem and stop them from, you know, doing things to us that are really bad. You know, right now we're dealing with this big problem with uh, electricity in Texas. I have the solution for that. Take, get electricity, and we need to start selling it to California, New Mexico, and Arizona. Diversify our electrical grid. Then, when we have, if we have a power outage or something where we're low on power, we can transfer that power right back into our grid, and we just made it more diverse. That's a way that we can generate more revenue for our country, for our state, and make the people that buy electricity for Texas, now they've got diversity in the market, so now they can actually go in there and get a better rate for their electricity, which means a better rate for the Patriots here in Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, Weston Martinez with me, WestonForTexas.com. They got a primary coming up soon, and then the, quote, broad election in November. He wants to be land commissioner, a very important position for those who understand real estate. We'll talk about that dollars, budgets, and relate to taxes in seconds. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com to begin that restoration.
Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Hard-hitting talk, ladies and gentlemen, telling you the truth daily. What the heck is a land commissioner? Man, the roles are endless, if you will. We're talking about Texas. We're talking to Weston Martinez, Republican candidate in the election for land commissioner for the great state of Texas. Uh, WestonforTexas.com, ladies and gentlemen, is where you go to learn more, to support financially to volunteer and a whole lot more westonfortexas.com save the alamo build the wall protect elections manage investments to provide benefits for texas veterans and secure the future of children and education there's a lot to this ladies and gentlemen but we mentioned budgets and we mentioned a lot of money we mentioned balancing the budgets and doing so in a meaningful way we talked about power you know, you can stabilize the power in Texas. If you don't know a lot about Texas, they have their own power grid, ladies and gentlemen. They don't have the power grid that the rest of the United States has. Did you know that? As a result, they are in a very unique position to stabilize their power and to send power other places for money when they don't need it. But yet, when they do need it, wow, it would be available. Imagine unique ideas like that. But here's the reality. When you talk about budgets and spending money, Weston, the important thing is to live within your means, number one. But number two, the important thing is to find ways for revenue that takes the burden off the taxpayer, off the backs of the people who work so hard every day. And there's ways to do that. And really, the result can be lower taxes for everyone. Uh, you got Alaska that really does that, believe it or not. There's a lot of stuff up in Alaska where, uh, you know, the citizens oftentimes get checks rather than pay out a, a bunch of money. So there's ways to take the burden off the backs of the American people and lower taxes as a land commissioner too, right? Absolutely. As long as we can get the bureaucrats out of the way. <clears throat> you know, I'm one of the few people that's actually hosted property tax protest seminars to teach people how to protest their property taxes. And, you know, as land commissioner, we talked about the permanent school fund. Well, again, like I said, that's what people use to uh, school districts used to as collateral to take out school bonds in Texas. And, you know, I can't help but think that there's ways for me to slow the rate of debt that people that school boards are able to get into by, um, by asking them some additional questions when they try to get a bond approved and use that for collateral. Uh, so there's, there's all kinds of things that we need to do and we have to return to being 
you know, the constitutional republic we have. And, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, we need to make people realize the sovereignty that they have so that the state collectively uh, gains its sovereignty. There is ways, in my opinion, to diversify what we're doing, create more revenue through this office for the citizens of Texas, and thereby go in and start fighting, private, start fighting property taxes. Because as we all know, you really don't own your property. The property tax that continues to be charged on that property is, you know, required, and we've got to do we've got to do a better a better way of doing things. So there's there's just a whole bunch of things that we need to have fixed, and this is one some of the ways to do it. All right, I know the primary is coming up. Let's talk a little bit about the landscape. How are the media dealing with you, and and, and who are the oppositions, and what are kind of the battleground topics? Well, let me tell you what there are. Eight Republicans, four Democrats. I have, I had a, uh, <laughs> I have a, a big person, a very, a very uh, influential person, call me and try to buy me out of this race, right before uh, filing deadline closed. And you know, when you try to bribe somebody to get them out of a race, you know you're over the target. Um, we've got rhinos that are very upset about what we're doing. They know that me having Ag Commissioner Sid Miller's endorsement is worth more than Trump's endorsement in Texas. Now, I want to stop you right... Hold on. I want to stop you right there, though, and talk a little bit about Sid Miller. Sid Miller, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar around the nation and around the world, Sid Miller is the um, agriculture commissioner for the state of Texas right now, right? That's right. All right. Now, that's a huge partner when it comes to the discussions of land, and uh, Sid Miller has endorsed... Brother Martinez. That's right. That's important to yep. understand because he knows the landscape. He's literally the sitting uh, agriculture commissioner now, right? That's right. And going running for his third term. But we've also been endorsed by Sheriff Joe Arpaio. You know, America's toughest sheriff, as he likes to say. And also by Roger Stone and conservative leaders across Texas. So. We have uh, national and Texas-wide endorsements that are people that are absolutely patriots, that know that we're at war, and they know that my plans for day one are not, nobody has the plans that I have for day one. You realize that they stopped free speech in front of the Alamo? I went to speak over there. The Alamo Rangers brought me a piece of paper where the general land office and the liberal mayor of San Antonio signed a document, an order, stating that free speech is no longer permitted in front of the Alamo. You have to go to the free speech zone on the south side of the Alamo Plaza. Now grapple with that, folks. If you think there's something, if you think there's nothing wrong in America, I don't have to tell you anything else. You look at that one thing right there, and that tells you we are at the gates of hell fighting for eternity. And that is what we have to do in order to win this thing out. So day one, I'm going to tell the United Nations to get the hell out of the Alamo because they're inside of the Alamo and the missions have an impact on that. I'm going to stop burials from happening at the Alamo because you can currently commingle ashes of people with the defenders of the Alamo, which shouldn't happen. I'm going to call for returning prayer to the Alamo. The Daughters of the Republic of Texas, as an example, cannot have an annual 30-minute prayer meeting at the Alamo. I mean, how ridiculous is that? And... I'm calling for an audit on all the veterans' nursing homes. 
an audit on all of the land transactions for the last 10 years, and several other things that we are actually uh, going to do that will really set the marker. You're going to love this one. We're going to tell the Biden administration that we are not going to follow or fall under or subject ourselves to the Paris Climate Accord. He put us on that. That was the first executive order that he rescinded when he took the office as president. And that is part of the reason why we had such a hard time with the freeze we experienced last year here in Texas. And so by me exercising my sovereignty, I'm going to embolden other people around the country to exercise their sovereignty because the EPA is not a constitutional um, office. Therefore, myself as a state, I don't have to fall under it. So those are some of the real practical things that we're going to do that is going to really turn heads across the country. But, yes, the landscape is no one has the ideas I have. No one has the background I have. No one has the endorsements I have. Um, my biggest competition is a one-term senator, one-term uh, senator who's an eye doctor out of uh, Kerrville, Texas, Central Texas, and she's tied to all the leadership, and they're the ones that essentially are the rhinos. So there's not anything that's going on here um, that is is status quo, and and they know that we're going to win this office, and they are freaking out. Ladies and gentlemen, more and more Americans are standing up. More Americans are deciding, you know what, I'm not going to sit on the sidelines anymore. More Americans are saying, I'm going to put my talents to work for either the great state of X, in this case, Texas, uh, and I'm going to do everything that I can to promote God, family, and country, to protect life, liberty, and property. Uh, and you know what? It's important that we get involved. We don't just complain. It's important that, yeah, we talk a lot, but we take action uh, with our talk, we're talking about land commissioner. The primary is coming up, westonfortexas.com. You wonder what is a land commissioner? Man, they have a lot of responsibilities, ladies and gentlemen. And if you get, by the way, a land commissioner who can work with the agriculture commissioner, and they do it right, they live within their means, they obey the general constitution, they back off the federal government, they remain an autonomous, law-abiding, a state, a republic, and then they have their state constitution that they look to for guidance, and then they hold the line. They force people to stay in their lanes. They literally use their money wisely and carefully. They learn to find ways to reduce taxes on the back of the taxpayer. Um, you know, these two working together can generate tremendous prosperity in a state. Uh, Weston, speak to that uh, as we finish out the show. Well, and it's very true because, you know, Sid Miller and I, we've talked about how we can hold these people, uh, you know, if you've ever been to a rodeo and you've seen the team ropers, you know, we joked about how, you know, we can be like a team roping pair and the uh, and the politicians can be the steer in between. Now, Sid Miller's a 23-time world champion uh, cowboy, and I went to college on a bull riding scholarship. So, you know, we kind of keep it simple. And we have an opportunity to go in here and do something for Texas that hasn't happened in the history of Texas. And that is to have the ag commissioner and the land commissioner work together for the greater good of the people of Texas. And we know that by doing that, we're going to make such waves and such progress for the common person 
and every citizen in the state of Texas that it really is going to uh, set us apart head and shoulders on the future of Texas. I mean, when, when, you know, when they're calling for a fourth special session to stop mandates from being taken from, to get a um, legislation passed so that vaccine mandates cannot be uh, created, me and Sid Miller were there. When uh, CPAC was in Texas, me and Sid Miller were on the, on the stage speaking before Trump got up and spoke. Um, when they were fighting gender modification in Texas, me and Sid Miller were the only elected officials at the press conference from statewide office that was there standing up for our children. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a great team. Um, you know, he hadn't asked me for nothing. He hadn't said, well, if you do this, then I'll do that. Nothing at all whatsoever. So we have great opportunities ahead of us in Texas, but I can't do it without your vote. I can't do it without some money. You know, we've been putting all the money in ourselves. You know, I've driven 45,000 miles. I'll drive 75,000, 70,000 miles before we get to March 1st. I had one engine I replaced in my 2013 four-wheel drive Yukon and uh, six tires. So, you know, you want to pay for a tank of gas, go to the website, make a donation. You know, uh, again, we're sacrificing time away from our family, our business, to make Texas better because we know that there's only one shot to save the United States of America, and it's a place called Texas. And with your help, no matter what state you live in, this office will absolutely directly impact your life because the job I do here, securing the border, will impact you. The job I do here, making Texas more uh, independent, will impact you. So thank you for your time today, and I really appreciate it. All right, Weston, let me just put it this way. The best way I know how, I'm going to put it the term of a country song. You ready? We're looking for eight yep. when they pull that gate, ladies and gentlemen. Please elect westonfortexas.com. That's your new phrase, sir. We're looking for eight when they pull that gate at the primaries and at the election coming up this November, sir. Our prayers are with you. Keep us posted, will you? You got it, and I'll be in Amarillo tomorrow. <laughs> All right, brother. Godspeed. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Weston Martinez doing a phenomenal job as always. Incredible guests. Just keep a rolling on Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, WestonForTexas.com. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that ever refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the second in the year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty-two. And our goal to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place 
by the founding fathers. That's still one of the great peaceful solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution, but we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's not that we're the greatest country on the face of the earth because uh, of any reason except for that we obey godly principles. And when we do, we're blessed. And when we don't, look out, folks, the lack of blessings are the reality check. We have an incredible interview today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our guest will be Bart Sibyl. And Bar- or S- Bart Sabrell, I'm sorry. Bart Sabrell. And we had Bart on with us, believe it or not, on uh, November 12th, 2019. Wow. You know what? I was thinking he was just on the other day. Uh, but I guess... <laughs> In this case, the other day is quite a while ago, uh, is the real truth of the matter, ladies and gentlemen. But Bart Sabrell, if you don't know him, is an award-winning journalist. All right, He's a filmmaker. Uh, he's an author. Uh, and his latest book is called Moon Man, the true story of a filmmaker on the CIA hit list, ladies and gentlemen. To learn more, S-I-B-R-E-L.com sabrell.com is where you can learn more and when you read his book it's a fascinating new media experience and i'll tell you why when you read his book he refers to videos that are on his website and so he explains something talks about something gives you the personal download of his experiences and what really happened then he points you to the video that corresponds so you can watch and get visual and uh, you say that a picture's worth a thousand words now we're talking literally uh virtual movie clips combined with the whole background explanation. I mean, it's an experience, folks, that you ought to go on. The book is called Moon Man. And Bart Sabrell is really the, I don't even know how to describe this. He's the premier or the predominant expert on the fake moon landings. The fact is they lied. They covered it up. They murdered. They did all kinds of things along the way. And you know what? They got caught. By all kinds of people putting little teeny pieces together of this thing in the past, but Bart has taken this to a new level. Welcome to the broadcast, my friend. Well, thank you, Sam, for having me. I like the introduction of your program, and about a third of the book is uh, pretty much a patriotic rallying call for our citizens to use the moon landing fraud as an example of you know, incredible government corruption and overreach to basically reestablish the principles of our founding fathers. Because if they can lie to you, ladies and gentlemen, regarding something like the moon landings, and if they can spend literally uh, billions of dollars, okay, and then they can deceive you on that, what else can they lie and deceive about is the point. And if they lie and deceive about something so fundamental, so core, as to pretend we did something and went somewhere that we didn't do and we didn't, none of it's true, then what? And then most importantly, the lengths they go to to cover it up, wow, it, it'll open your eyes, ladies and gentlemen, is the real story here. So let's do a quick summation uh, of before you wrote Moon Man, the book, of kind of really the case. You uh, basically at first grew up believing in the moon landings. That was kind of quarter who you were as a person huh yeah my father was in the air force and i was about four years old when they allegedly walked on the moon in 1969 and my father being an officer in the air force got a vip package of about 20 9 by 12 color prints of apollo 11 which i put up on my wall that year and had up 
uh, for 10 years until the age of 14, where I saw a gentleman who worked for NASA as a contractor for Rocketdyne for six years during the Apollo program go on national TV saying, look, it never happened. After the program, I went back to look at these pictures that I had seen thousands of times, and sure enough, hidden in plain sight were these anomalies in the pictures. I kind of put that in the back of my mind, go forward another 10 years. I'm 24. I'd become a filmmaker, producing documentaries, music videos, TV commercials, and so forth. And one of my clients one day was the gentleman who produced that TV program with the whistleblower that I'd seen 10 years earlier. I said, do you remember that guy? He said, no, but call this office. They'll put you in touch with him. He suggested that I do a documentary about it, seeing how I was a filmmaker. So I took off basically six months to do research, found out that two of the three astronauts never give interviews, that the administrator of NASA mysteriously resigned days before the first Apollo mission, that the Soviets had launched the first satellite, the first animal, the first man, the first woman, the first spacewalk, the first crew of three, the first of two spacecraft simultaneously. They had 500% more man hours in space than we did then we suddenly leap ahead then these anomalies in the pictures I mean there's something so simple I mean if you want one piece of evidence that proves the fraud there's a picture from Apollo 17 the alleged last mission to the moon that's completely fraudulent so we know none of the missions ever went where an astronaut shadow is at 12 o'clock and a rock about five feet away is going 90 degrees different at nine o'clock and if you go out in sunlight during the day you'll see that shadows always run parallel with one another. So if you're standing five feet away from a friend, these shadows, it's impossible for them to intersect. And yet we have multiple pictures allegedly taken on the moon where the shadows intersect at 90 degrees, which is absolute proof they're taken with electrical light. So I started realizing that this was a real possibility that indeed the alleged greatest event of mankind was fraudulent. And I thought, you know, I really like puzzles, and I kind of have a relentless personality, and I realized that if I start looking into this, and they really did not go to the moon, it could be dangerous. So I actually turned down the project, Sam, and said, no, I want to have a wife and family someday. Why should I risk my life for what Nixon did, you know? Five years go by. I uh, met another client who encouraged me to read the Bible, and I got a one-year Bible, I started June 3rd, 1989, the day the Chinese man stood in front of the tank with his grocery bags, and five years later, I had read the Bible five times from cover to cover, and I said, you know, there is good versus evil, there is light versus darkness, there is truth versus lies, there is a God, there is a judgment for how you live this life, and I'm going to die anyway. So if they didn't go to the moon, in my mind, I realized that's actually more profound of an event historically than if they had actually gone. I mean, let's just assume you could fly to the nearest rock, put a flag on it, whoop-de-doo. But also imagine comparatively, you couldn't do it. You lied about it. You embezzled $200 billion. You deceived all the history records and you murdered people to keep it a secret. That's actually more profound historically than if they'd actually gone. And I said, I changed my mind. I now am willing to risk my life to do it. And who would know that I actually did risk my life to do it. And during the process of this film called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, you know, these, these films cost a million dollars. And we were financed 
by a board member of an aerospace company who builds rockets for NASA, who knows for certain that they did not go to the moon. They can't go today. How can they go, if they can't go to the moon today, then how could they possibly go on the first attempt with one millionth of computing power of a cell phone in all of NASA? It makes no sense. It's the only time in world history where technology went backwards. I mean, after they dropped the first atomic bomb, 10 years later, atomic bombs were 1,000 times more powerful. And when Lindbergh flew across the Atlantic within 10 years, thousands of aircraft were flying over the Atlantic. And right now, Mark, not only can they not go today, they freely admit they can't go today, but they even say if we were to go, we plan on going. They keep pushing back the date of when they claim they'll go. They can't even go in the time frame that they went last time. So, in other words, uh, in the early 60s, they said they challenged and said, we're going to we're going to go to the moon. And then they claim they got it done. Well, that span of time can't even be duplicated either. They freely admit that right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, right now, the farthest that NASA can send astronauts into outer space is one thousandth the distance to the moon, which means they had one thousand times greater technological capability 50 years ago than they do today, which is impossible, which means they didn't go. And then they destroyed all the all the schematics. They destroyed all the original videotapes. They destroyed all the hardware. They destroyed all the telemetry that showed where the rocket really was, which they would never do if they spent $200 billion to produce this one-of-a-kind excellent equipment, but is exactly what they would do if they were covering up for a fraud. And if it weren't such a sacred cow to people, that, oh, you know, this glorious, you know, event, people would see the truth. In fact, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon opens up with the scripture, you know, where there is pride, then comes disgrace. And we show the Tower of Babel, which until about 200 years ago, the greatest accomplishment of mankind was simply the tallest building. And the Tower of Babel was never finished. Then we showed the Titanic, the largest machine ever built, and a publicity poster that said, the ship that God himself could not sink never made one voyage. And then Tricky Dick Nixon, when he knew they were not there, said putting a man on the moon was the greatest event since creation itself. And it just all ties together. What, what an epitome of lying, satanic control of the government than faking the moon landing. So if the truth comes out about that, I think it'll usher in great change. Amen to that. Hang on, Bart. Hey, Cameron, can you skip the break? All right, let's just go ahead and let that music finish. Then we'll just skip the break, ladies and gentlemen, and continue right on this interview. So riveting. I don't want to waste a second, ladies and gentlemen, regarding this. Bart Sabrell with me. Sabrell.com is the website to learn more. S-I-B-R-E-L.com. Now, people have gone to me uh, in private and said, Sam, you know what? Your radio program is so credible. You've been on the air 25-plus years you know what? You walk a fine line between telling the truth and hard-hitting news, but yet you don't go so far uh, that you lose credibility. And don't do these interviews about the moon, Sam. It, your your credibility just tanks. It goes out the window when you do that. And I got a challenge for you suckers that say that. Are you ready? I've been talking about the moon fakery for a long time, way before I ever met Bart. And I'll continue talking about it because the truth shall set you free, ladies and gentlemen. And when you find out the truth, if you dig in, or when they're forced to admit the truth, you'll know that I was the credible truth-telling source from the beginning. You got it? 
So write that down, number one. Number two, I'm going to challenge you people that say, hey, we went to the moon. You know, you always say we've got to prove that we didn't go to the moon. I want you to prove that we did go. Uh, and I want you to show me how you overcame absolute factual reality that you didn't go. All right? And the way you do that, the way you do that, ladies and gentlemen, is you go to sabrell.com and you can watch the videos there. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon, uh, etc. And And the facts in there cannot be disputed. And if well, you yeah. guys really want to have, if you really want to have a, a reality check, let's get a public forum and let's see if the astronauts or anybody they choose from NASA or the scientific world or anybody anywhere, anytime, and let's have an open, honest, no holds bar debate in a public forum. The fact is Bill Casing uh, was right. He's a truth teller. And he basically said, hey, you know what? The six Apollo moon landings between July 1969 and December 1972 were hoaxes. Bart didn't believe it. But then he got convinced to find out the truth. And you've been on a quest for how long now for this? Well, I guess I started in about um, 1989. And one of the reasons why people can't see the truth is because of the kind of uh, almost religious attachment to the event. You know, the Bible says from the overflowing of the heart, the mouth speaks. When the rocket was launching, people said, my God, isn't that interesting? I've talked to a professor of a major university, professor of aerospace, and I asked him, what if you saw an Apollo astronaut on national TV tearfully confess that the moon landings were fake and he said i still think we went and that's the problem people have to have an open mind to the possibility that they were faked all the you know ranting and raving critics who foam at the mouth how dare you say such a such a terrible thing they they admit they are they do not even consider a one percent possibility that it was faked. How dare you say such a thing? It's very simple. You look at this one picture of two objects five feet apart where the shadows are at ninety degrees. That means electrical lighting. Period. Secondly, it's impossible for someone to have greater technological capability fifty years ago than today. The moon landing claim is the only scientific achievement that no one could duplicate 50 years later. 50 years later, the event, the technology should be a thousand times better, just like the atomic bomb. 10 years after Hiroshima, atomic bombs were 1,000 times more powerful. 10 years after Lindbergh flew across the Atlantic, planes were 10,000 times more technologically advanced. So if they could go to the moon on the first attempt with one millionth the computing power of a cell phone, they would have been on Mars 10 years later, we would be in another solar system by now, and there would be bases all over the moon. There are not bases there because it simply can't be done. The South Pole has minus 100 degree Fahrenheit temperatures, 100 mile per hour winds, and yet there are bases there. Why? Because it's physically possible. And in fact, the South Pole, they couldn't even reach it on the first attempt. It took them like six tries 
to go to a place on Earth. So how could they possibly go to the moon on the first attempt? And then we uncover about three and a half years into the seven-year project of a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, we find unedited footage of them taking part of the photography right in front of your eyes with the CIA audibly telling them how to do it. When people see that, they're like, oh my gosh, they really didn't go to the moon. I, when I, I was producing the film under the theory, it might be true that they faked it. And when I popped in a tape that said, do not show to the public on a big red letters on the screen, and it was the same special effect shot for a full hour, a one foot model of the earth that they were constructing, and the CIA telling them not to, you know, talk to NASA until you pretend that a four-second delay goes by because they were still in Earth orbit and not halfway to the moon. We have all of that proof. And then, revealed in Moon Man for the very first time, we have the deathbed confession of the chief of security of the military base where Apollo 11 was filmed June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of 1968. The guy stood beside President Johnson. He gave me a list of 15 people who were there at the time, the CIA code name for the project, and the name of the base where all this took place. We have more than enough proof to know that we didn't go to the moon and the simple logic that they can't have more te technological capability five decades ago than they do today. That's simply impossible. Now, I want to challenge those who are the naysayers, though, and who bury their head in the sand for religious or, I don't know, whatever reasons, they just can't hardly handle the truth. Uh, I want to do this. Number one, I want to debate. Anybody you want to debate, let's do it. Uh, I can be the moderator. Uh, Bart Sabral can be the man telling the tale with the evidence as a journalist, as a filmmaker, as an expert in the field unparalleled by anybody on the planet right now. And you can pick any one, two, three people you want from any institution, scientific, aerospace, whatever you want. Go right ahead and let's just go ahead and throw down on national TV uh, and, and see. All right. And furthermore, then. Uh, let's see if we can't get it in a court of law and prosecute those uh, who are guilty. Because, ladies well, and gentlemen, I, the evidence is overwhelming, Bart. Yeah, I would love to do that. In fact, we could go, rather than prosecute an individual, because the Bible does say to love your enemies, and these people aren't really our enemies, they're lost souls. But what we could do is take this footage that they claim is the earth halfway to the moon, go to court and get something called a declaratory judgment. For example, if you sold me a Picasso and I think it's a forgery, I could go to court, have expert art witnesses, and we could verify whether it's genuine or not. We go to court to get a declaratory judgment on this footage that NASA claims is the Earth halfway to the moon, and we can clearly prove through a panel of filmmakers that this is a forgery. And therefore, we can have as the public record that they faked part of the moon mission. Even my greatest critics agree that this is fake footage of them pretending to be halfway to the moon. And they say, well, they were just rehearsing. And I'm like, well, why not just rehearse with the real earth out the window? Why do they have to make a fake earth? <laughs> you know, it doesn't make any sense. So, and then NASA admits that they cannot go through the radiation belts that surround the earth starting at a thousand miles. They admit, they say word for word, the technology to leave earth orbit 
has yet to be invented. They say that word for word. So it's like, okay, then how did they go to the moon? You know what I mean? With 1960s technology, it makes no sense. And yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. You know, I guess it's maybe people's, if people don't believe in God, then they have no concept of good versus evil going on all around them. And basically, you know, the alternative to God being your God is, quote, science is your God. And, you know, science is overturned all the time. They used to bleed people for 3,000 years thinking, well, if the illness is in the blood, why don't we just drain it out of them? And they killed George Washington that way. They were doing that up until about 80 years ago. I mean, science is proven wrong all the time. And yet, what is the you know, pinnacle achievement of, quote, science, it's putting a man on the moon. And how dare you insult it? Well, they just committed a forgery. Plus, there's only three eyewitnesses and a TV picture controlled by the federal government. I mean, come on, people. It, it's so easy to fake a TV picture. We have, you know, John McNamara admitting that the Gulf of Tolkien incident that led to the Vietnam War, which killed over a million people, that they completely made that up. They staged it. So if they're willing to stage an event that killed a million people, I think they're willing to fake a TV picture. Well, and let's be very clear, ladies and gentlemen. You always hear that the military or NASA or whatever else from a technological point of view are 50 years ahead of what we, the people, see publicly, and they really can't disclose it because of, quote, national security or whatever. And my response is, right now, the average person, if they have technical skills, could create what's called a deep fake video. They're admitting to this. There's software in the hands of the average Joe where you can create these deep fakes. I submit to you that it was this, these are the original deep fakes created with regards to the moon landing here. This is important to understand. And ladies and gentlemen, then, if, not only do we want to do this throwdown of an open debate, not only do we want to take this to court and put it on public record as a fact that they created a forgery, uh, but you know what? Bart, back in the early days, uh, in the 90s, so that's a long time ago now, tried to go uh, to CNN thinking, hey, I can play this footage that we've got from NASA. I can let them, the world know. Well, your story on the way to the CNN is pretty riveting and released in your latest book, Moon Man, right? Yeah, basically, uh, when I discovered this footage, I had been working as a journalist at NBC for about two years. I showed it to my news director. The guy turned pale white, fell back into his chair, put his hand over his mouth and says, oh, my gosh, we really didn't go to the moon. And I said, yeah, I know, because we mean four out of five people who see a funny thing happened on the way to the moon who previously thought the moon landings were real recant 80 percent largely because of this footage that we have them of simply staging something right in front of your eyes over and over again an nbc news director agreed that it proved that the moon landings were fake and then he said this i cannot air this it will cause a civil war and i do not want to go down in history as the man responsible for that ten years later another news director at nbc national said the very same thing we are uh, except in his case, he decided he was going to air it. Then he gets a call from somebody at NASA who, who basically blackmailed NBC into not airing this footage. All this is in the book. A third of it is why and how the moon landings were fake. A third of it is, you know, why this is, you know, kind of shows the fall of our country. The CIA killing their own president. 
thinking, you know, 9-11 and the current event. And then the other third are kind of my espionage adventures with the CIA trying to bring this lie to the public's attention. Bart Sabrell with us, ladies and gentlemen. His website, sabrell.com. His incredible book, Moon Man, it's been published with incredible information you've never heard before. The film, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon. Bart Sabrell in seconds on your radio. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Defund the police policies throughout the United States continue to have negative effects on law enforcement in this nation. An off-duty rookie NYPD cop was shot and hospitalized when two suspects tried to steal his car as he was driving to work in Queens last night. The two suspects were arrested. And yesterday, in Bridgewater, Virginia, two campus police officers were murdered at a school of 1,500 students. David Bushman is the president of Bridgewater College. They were very well known to students. Um, They were always seen together. Their relationship was very close as well, and so it's meaningful. So we feel this very deeply. Hunsakani Phil, the seer of seers, the prognosticator of all prognosticators, was gently lifted from his burrow. At 7.25 a.m. Puxatani Phil reported seeing his shadow for six more weeks of winter. USA Radio News. Get to Kohl's to save on beauty, essentials, and home. Take 20% off all beauty and fragrance during our Love Your Look beauty event. Pick up Nike hoodies for the family starting at $19.99. Save 50% on Carters for Baby. And Sonoma Goods for Life bath towels are only $8.99. Plus, take an extra 20% off when you spend $100 or more and get Kohl's cash this weekend at Kohl's. Select styles offer valid September 20th through 23rd with promo code savings. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu. And the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Illegal immigrants continue to flood into the United States. Border Patrol agents are voicing their frustrations with Homeland Security officials as the Biden administration works to address the root causes of illegal immigration. This as over 178,000 illegal immigrants were encountered at the border in December 2021. Oklahoma Republican Senator James Lankford was at the border recently. He joins Fox News to weigh in, saying the Border Patrol is being forced to take Take on different responsibilities than they're used to. Anyone in law enforcement, they get into law enforcement to be able to enforce the laws of the country to be able to serve their neighbors and their families and other families. These individuals want to be able to serve their nation, but they're being treated by this administration as their hotel check-in staff rather than Ooh. law enforcement. They're not they're not able to actually enforce the law. They're just checking people through to be able to come in the country. That's not what they signed up for. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Award-winning journalist is with me, Bart Sabrell. 
S-I-B-R-E-L, Sabrell.com, the website, ladies and gentlemen, where you can check out all kind of things. Bill Casing was a truth teller. The six Apollo moon landings are a hoax, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the film documents this in great detail. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon, and now Bart Sabrell's latest book on the topic, Moon Man, has been published, which reveals new information about the moon landing fraud including the official CIA code name for the deception and the American military base where it was filmed, ladies and gentlemen. Moon Man also discloses for the very first time Bart's real-life threatening espionage adventures trying to stay ahead of CIA agents that are rogue and out of control, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious business. We have a couple of callers. First from Chicago, you're on the radio. Hello? Yeah. Yep, you're on the radio. Make it fast. Hello? We're live. Go. Yes. Yes. Uh, a couple of points. Uh, let's keep in con- context the fact that, you know, the Soviets and the Chinese were our arch enemies at the time. And to date, none of them refute that we actually went to the moon. So it would be rather strange, you know, that we had faked this and our enemies decided to go along with it because uh, it wasn't fake, perhaps. And secondly, uh, you know, this notion that some news director somewhere bought into this, news directors are people with perhaps four-year degrees in God knows what field. They're not scholars. They're not researchers in any related field. I could point to you a dozen books that claim to have established the fact that the world is, in fact, flat. That does not mean that the world is flat. Some fringe nutcase writing a book claiming that the moon landing didn't happen does not mean that the moon landing didn't happen. It means that there are crazy I, I, people. Now, let me let me ask this guy a question. So let me, let me stop you really quick before the question. Have you read the book or seen the film, sir? No, for the same reason I don't read Flat Earth Theory. How about that? All right. So we're going to let you go because you're not interested in even educating yourself about the truth. Bart shall respond. Bart? No, no. Leave him, leave him connected so I can ask him a question, please. Okay? Go ahead. Sure. Okay. So, sir, thank you for calling. Let me ask you this. Have you even considered the possibility, even 1%, that the moon landings might, in fact, be faked and that you might be wrong? Were, are you even, yes, are you even, yes. And then, I, and, then I decided, then I, and then I decided to go to an actual uh, location where you can view the reflectors that we left on the moon. And, and guess what? They're there. Unless aliens left them there. Well, actually, the Soviet Union left probes on the moon, reflectors on the moon with an unmanned probe, so that could be done. And then but the, the 19th... Soviet Union does not contend that those are, the, 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 those are their reflectors. They, those are our reflectors. Well, for, first of all, to say that someone who disagrees with you is a nutcase is kind of a crazy thing to say, first of all. That proves that you really don't have an open mind. The fact is, according to Scientific Journal in the late 1950s, the United States... Was reflecting lasers off the moon off reflective areas, and they simply chose those as the alleged landing site so they could claim that there were mirrors there. All these, you know, equipment and computers that tell you whether something is being reflected off the moon are coming from the government that committed the fraud. So you're asking a person who lied to tell you the truth and to can basically confess that they're a criminal, which they're never going to do. Even the computer controllers at NASA who were sitting there during the launch said they could tell no difference whatsoever between a simulated uh, flight and an actual flight because all the data coming to them could be manipulated, including these computers coming from these alleged lasers, which are simply reflective surfaces off the moon. And then the Soviet Union put, put laser reflectors on the moon with unmanned 
probes, so they could be put there by unmanned probes. And in regard to China, the Soviet Union, or whoever knowing the truth and not contesting it publicly, first of all, China teaches in high school and in universities that the moon landings are fake. Secondly, if I had, let's say, a picture of a president with a prostitute, I could release that publicly and get them out of office, or I could blackmail them year after year after year. Undoubtedly, the Soviet Union, Israel, Japan, the European Space Agency, they all know that the moon landings are fake. NASA astronauts know that the moon landings are fake, but they keep their mouth closed because they're blackmailing the United States. That's another good reason for the truth to come out. So this person who says that if you disagree with them, they're crazy, that's proof itself that you don't have an open, objective mind to look for the truth and to equate you know, government fraud with with the earth being flat is totally irrelevant. The earth could be a triangle and it has nothing whatsoever to do with the corruptive United States government. Where Bobby Kennedy Jr., who investigated this more than any other living person, says the CIA killed his uncle. And John McNamara admits that the Gulf of Tolkien incident was completely staged. And then 3,000 architects say that it's impossible for buildings to come down with airplanes. And you think that the, the government doing all of these things is not corrupt enough to fake a picture. I mean, come on. So your, your response is to basically fold in a bunch of other crazy theories and to legitimize it. My point with regard to flat earth. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me let you go because we're not going to get anywhere. We're just going to basically have him intentionally monopolize the program so we don't get out real information about what really happened on the moon. Uh, if this person was truly desiring to know the truth and learn, then I recommend uh, the fact that you look at what Bill Casing said at the start and then all the research for years that Bart and others have done. The film A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon is a great reference for you. And the book... Moon Man also is a great resource for you. And what I recommend you do is really dig into this and learn, not just close off your mind before you get started. You say, yeah, yeah I, I mean, got a 1% belief that it was real, but then I shut it off before I ever even looked at the it. evidence. So how uh, and, about and, all the evidence that debunked this claim? How hold about on. It? So, so what I'm not it? willing... No, hold it? on. Answer. No, I'm answering your question, but you just won't let me. So chop him off because he's not interested in the discussion. How about it? I'll tell you how about it. You get me somebody who says we went to the moon and who has evidence, not just somebody like you who has not done their research. I'm talking about somebody from NASA, somebody from the space aerodynamics industry, somebody. That, OK, in other words, somebody with credibility to have the debate, because what you're saying is, well, hey, all these people don't have credibility. So get somebody who really has credibility for the debate. I will clear the decks. I'll commit to this. I'll clear the decks for five days in a row on my show, which is 10 hours of syndicated radio, and I will open the mics and have an absolute throwdown 100% debate. But I'm not going to do it with people who are not willing to even research both sides. I'm not willing to do it with people who don't have the credentials. If you're going to throw credentials in our face, then I'm not going to talk to you because you don't have any. What I'm going to do well, is I'm talk to people who have credentials. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, it, uh, unfortunately, the guy's you know argument he keeps repeating is if you disagree with them, you're crazy. I mean, that's a crazy argument. If that's all that you have is you insult the intelligence of a person who has a different point of view than you, I don't know what else to say. I mean, all, the the question is, 
is there corruption in the federal government? And we know that that's true. We know that corruption in the federal government has led to the deaths of millions of people. So I think if they're willing to kill millions of people and you know wars that are completely contrived for in the reason to enter them, I think they're willing to fake a TV picture. The fact is, if the guy, my question to him would be, show me any technological achievement in the history of the world that could not be repeated or magnified 50 years later, because there isn't one. It's impossible. Every technological achievement from the automobile to the light bulb to radio to television, 10 years after it was invented, it was 10 to 1,000 times more proficient. Name me one technological achievement, one breakthrough in the history of the world that no one could repeat 50 years later. And the only one is the moon landing, which means it was fraudulent. All right, let's bring up one other thing, though. If he says we go from one conspiracy to the next to make our points, let's stick with a few things that are not conspiracy theory, that are not debated, that are reality check. You got the Van Allen belt, ladies and gentlemen, that's a radiation belt that you cannot penetrate with a person. Just because there's a reflector on the moon, maybe by an unmanned vehicle or who knows uh, whatever, that doesn't mean that a person went to the moon. And to say so is absolutely ignorant. The fact is the Van Allen belt is not a conspiracy theory. It exists. And the fact is humans cannot go through it to date, Bart. Yeah, I mean, Kelly Smith from NASA said this word for word. The radiation belt surrounding Earth, which all space missions are below except going to the moon. He called it dangerous radiation. And he said the technology necessary for a human to go through it and survive has yet to be invented. So how did the astronauts go through it and survive? What we have on tape is them faking being halfway to the moon, which means they cannot go halfway. They cannot leave Earth orbit because of this radiation. And what a surprise, 50 years later, the, the farthest they can get away from the Earth is 250 miles, which is about where the space station is. You know, the fact is, you know, even though hundreds of thousands of people were involved in, you know, going to the moon, do you think the CIA is so stupid to tell the person making the glove and the boot, hey, we're really not going to the moon, don't tell anybody, that things like a pyramid, that's like saying the teller at a bank knows the same thing of the CEO of the bank. I mean, the CEO knows all about the corruption of the bank that the tellers are completely oblivious to. So to say, well, my uncle was a teller at a bank and they didn't see any corruption, therefore there isn't any, that just doesn't fly either. All right, so that's a single issue. There's no conspiracy theory involved there whatsoever. Let me give you another one, though. This light issue uh, that Bart started out with on the interview today, the parallel versus um, intersecting uh, shadowing issue, that is not a conspiracy theory. It is not debatable, Bart. Yeah, I mean, it's so simple. Uh, if this weren't radio, I mean, you can basically just go out on a sunny day uh, and stand five feet apart from somebody, and you'll see, you know, if, if your shadow is going at 11 o'clock, your friend's shadow is at 11 o'clock. No matter where you go, these shadows are not going to intersect. It's impossible. And yet, in a lot of the Apollo pictures, you have objects or two astronauts that are five feet apart from one another, and the shadows are going at 90 degrees. I mean, I'm a filmmaker for 35 years. My job is to make fake scenes look real. And I can tell you with 100% certainty, if shadows are intersecting at 90 degrees, it's because of electrical lighting, which means they're not on the moon. It's very simple. And then in secondly, fact, in the, in the book, they try to debunk Bart on this point, and they go, out and do their own uh, experiment. I know it's pretty. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Backfires. Bart. Exactly. I
National Geographic did a special to counter my film because of its condemning evidence and said, look, we're going to simulate the moon by going out to a desert at night with a spotlight. And they said, look, the shadows intersect, therefore Bart is wrong. I'm thinking, wait a minute, you're actually proving me right because you're duplicating the intersecting shadows with an electrical light. Why don't you just go out to the desert during the day and have two people stand beside one another in sunlight, which were the conditions on the moon? So they actually proved me right when they were t trying to prove me wrong. They interviewed me. I explained this on camera, and it was so condemning they refused to broadcast it. So they intentionally lied. They intentionally created a simulation of the moon with electrical light which matched the NASA pictures which means the NASA pictures were also taken with electrical light and yet somehow they tried to convince the audience of the exact opposite you know it's so absurd all they have to do is go out in daylight which they which they didn't do and they could have easily done they interviewed me I pointed out that they were wrong and it was so convincing they refused to broadcast my interview now if a program is seriously investigating whether the moon landings are fake or real and the number one outspoken critics interview is edited out of the program then they have a propaganda agenda I assure you and then going back to the radiation belts they sent probes into the belt in like 2015 and I called NASA and I said give me these Geiger counter you know readings from this probe you sent into the radiation belt and they said that information is classified and I said wait a minute when you send probes to the sun, the temperature of the sun isn't classified. When you send probes to Jupiter, how much helium is in Jupiter's atmosphere isn't classified. So why would the amount of radiation in the radiation belts that someone going to the moon would have to go through, why would that information of nature be classified? You see that? So the whole thing is a scam. You have astronauts admitting that they've never gone to the moon before, and... What can you do? I mean, they know. Well, and that... let's be clear, though. Uh, when you went to one astronaut, you were in his house. Uh, he got very angry, threw you out of his house. A, a live microphone was left behind, right? That's correct. Uh, basically, this footage that two n independent news directors both admit proved that the moon landings were fake. I showed it to one of the astronauts. I put a TV beside him, popped in the tape. He started turning red. He got mad. He kicked me out of his house. And in the commotion, we left the wireless microphone on him. And then my camera operator left the tape recording in the rental car in the parking lot outside. So we heard unintentionally their private conversations inside their house. Okay? And what they are discussing is calling the CIA to have me assassinated, word for word. And so if they really went to the moon, and I'm some silly, crazy person, as your you know caller would say, then why would they have to call the CIA to have someone who thinks the moon landings are fake assassinated if they really went? <laughs> I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, but let's, let's ask the next question as well, though. You know what? Where would astronauts that are yesteryear guys, don't get me wrong, but this is forever ago, decades ago, where would they have such tap into the CIA to literally make a phone call or to even well, be, be discussing this like they would have? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because the CIA was involved in faking the moon landing. Remember, I've got a guy who was the chief of security of the military base here in the United States who stood beside President Johnson while they filmed Apollo 11 June 1st, 2nd and 3rd of 1968, a year in advance. 
he gave me a list of 15 eyewitnesses who were there at the time, some of whom are still alive. And some of those people were CIA people. The CIA is, you know, the deceptive, you know, entity in the United States government. That's their native language as spies is lying. So that's why these astronauts knew very well of the CIA. And if you talk about the Apollo 1 fire, who's, you know, the, the dead people's relatives are convinced that that was deliberate sabotage. The guy who would have been the first man on the moon, who was very critical of them being 10 years behind schedule is what he said, that the day before he died in this, quote, accident, uh, he told his wife that the CIA was all over the launch pad. Well, and then the very next day he dies, and the day before the CIA is fiddling with the equipment. I mean, come on, people. The dead man's... Why, why would know, the CIA even be involved with the moon landings in the first place? Uh, exactly. I mean, <laughs> the problem with, is... That people simply don't have an open mind. They they somehow, I guess, you know, think that they have a religious attachment to the moon landing. It's a sacred cow. That's why you can talk about every, you know, government fraud that you want. But when you talk about this one, it really pushes people's buttons. But that can work to our advantage as well. Because if the truth comes out that the moon landing fraud indeed took place, even though it killed fewer people than all the other crimes of the government... It would be an epiphany moment for the public to say, ah, if you lied about that, then you will lie about anything. And they held ticker tape parades for these guys, which is pretty sad. So our national heroes are liars. How about that? I mean, this and why just are these shows... national heroes, though? Why um, are these astronauts going and speaking and telling their stories for big fees if they've already got a government pension if they were the astronauts they claim to be why would they be trying to capitalize on it way late in the game late in their lives and everything else but yet not grant open debates to guys like me that want to moderate uh where they can take on bart point by point if they're right why wouldn't they do that instead for free but yet they're on the take doing these big massive speeches for big money but yet the reality is hey they should already have pensions for life. They should. They already work for the government. They already. Okay, this is insane to understand. But really, the CIA-driven media, and this is a huge portion of your book, Bart, is really at the at the core of all this, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, for example, we've got the current event going on, the quote pandemic. Okay. Well, I think two days ago, a world record truck convoy, which beat the previous world record by one thousand percent. All these truckers in Canada are protesting mandatory uh, injections, and they blocked an international border between two countries, the United States and Canada. They refused to let traffic go through. That's a pretty big darn story, not mentioned a single time in the evening news, national news. Although the White House getting a new cat, they did five minutes on that one. You see, and you see, believe so, it or not, that convoy's uh, 50 miles long now, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and so you know if, what? They're starting so, one in America going to Washington, D.C. now, too. So how could the news be objective? How can the news not be propaganda when we have the world record-breaking protest convoy going on that's blocking an international border between two countries and they never mention it in the news because they don't want these protests becoming contagious. However, if people are burning down cities and they want chaos in the country, oh, they cover those to egg it on. I mean, they did, I talked about a study in my book, a, a nonprofit organization monitoring, quote,
quote, news organizations, uh, randomly picked 1,500 news organizations, radio, TV stations, newspapers, as to whether or not the CIA intentionally overthrowing the democratically elected government of Venezuela, whether these news organizations were for the CIA overthrowing democratically elected governments or against it. All 1,500 news sources were for it. Not a single dissenter. Never I mean, mind. Never <laughs> mind. The supreme law of the land uh, would be uh, against it by nature unless we follow very strict guidelines put forth by the supreme law. Chris, Utah, you're on the radio with Bart Sabrell. Hey, guys. Excellent show. I'm sorry about my voice. I, I'm going through a rough patch here. But, yeah, I've always wondered, Bart, maybe you addressed this in your video, which, uh, by the way, I think you need to give information out on how uh, we can access the video. But why didn't, while they were filming Buzz Aldrin and John Glenn walking around on the moon, why didn't they turn the cameras out into space to get this rare uh, view of, uh, of, of what outer space looks like from the perspective of the moon? Or why didn't they just uh, take a picture of the, of the Earth in the background? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean that's a great question. Um, you, uh, if you want to see all the videos, you just go to Sibrel, S-I-B-R-E-L, Sibrel.com, and in the top left of the web website are the video links for the book. You can just watch those independently. Basically, um, they weren't on the moon, and if they show the stars in the background, which should have definitely showed up, they would have to fake the astrological positions of the constellations, which would plus turning with the earth and turning with space. It was just impossible to do. So they never mentioned it. In fact, when they were asked whether they saw stars from the lunar surface at the one and only press conference that they had, they said, I don't remember. I mean, come on, you're standing on the moon looking out into outer space and you don't remember whether you see the stars or not. Then Michael Collins interjects and says, uh, remember, I don't remember seeing any. He's trying to remind them of what they're supposed to say, except he wasn't there. Oops. You know, he was supposed to be orbiting the moon and not walking on it. So when you get a written transcript of that, they actually correct it and attribute that remark. Uh, I don't remember seeing any to Buzz Aldrin. So lightning strikes. But again, in, in this in debate, what we would do is we would play the original uh, efforts, and then we would show the manipulated transcript to highlight the fraud, ladies and gentlemen. This is not conspiracy theory either. This is factual. Thanks for the call, Chris. I want to mention right before the end of the hour that Sabrell.com is where you can get the videos. Uh, you can get the book uh, as well there. You can watch the incredible documentaries. Along with the book are clips that you can watch to kind of uh, – document or detail the points that uh, bart is making in the book um i'll give you an example right now toyota toyota looks to the moon and beyond they say with quote new lunar vehicle they want to basically be able to have people living on the moon by 2040 uh, and then go on to mars after that why the heck 2040 and when do they expect to put a person on the moon uh, yeah, it's, am it's amazing. With 1960s technology, they can reach the moon in eight years. But with 50-year better technology, it's going to take 20 years, you know, to, to go to the moon. Isn't that interesting? They said they're going to, quote, return to the moon 10 times. They said we're going to return to the moon within five years, and they've never been able to do it. In 2016, NASA said we're going to send an unmanned probe to orbit the moon by 2018, and they couldn't even do that. So this is just 
total absurdity. They keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, because simply it can't technologically be done. Von Braun said in order to launch to the moon in a single rocket, it would have to weigh 800,000 tons, and the Saturn V only weighed 2,500 tons. That's a difference of about 30,000%. So either... And by the way, to the... To the color that talked about the Earth being flat and all this other stuff, weren't the guys that said the the Earth was round? Uh, weren't those guys the lunatics of the day? But we're right. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, this it's kind of like a psyop. It's trying to give people misdirection. Oh, if you believe the moon landings are fake, then you believe in ghosts or, or goblins or Bigfoot or the flat Earth or whatever. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Like I said, the shape of the Earth could be a triangle, and the federal government is still enormously corrupt. It's all about corruption. It's all about whether the United States government is corrupt or not, whether or not Oswald killed Kennedy or not, whether or not planes or explosives broke, brought down the World Trade Center or not, you see, and whether or not they were able to have greater capability 50 years ago to go to the moon than they do today, which is, of course, impossible. There's never been a technological achievement that could not be repeated 50 years later, except going to the moon, which means it never happened because it's impossible for technology to go backwards. So today they have 1,000th the distance to the moon is as far as they could travel, which makes no sense that they would have greater capability five decades ago. I mean, it's so simple. But rather than give all the reasons you think we're wrong on this, my response is prove we went to the moon. Go again. And go yeah. again fast. <laughs> I mean, part of scientific principle is is independent verification and, and independent duplication. It's never been duplicated independently by anyone else, and it's never been verified by anybody else. In fact, the moon landing sites are off limits. They won't let you fly over them or get near them, because if you were there with a probe, you could prove that there was no equipment there. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Bart, we want you to come back. I knew we wouldn't have enough time for this. Great work, great book. The book is called Moon Man. It's available now. Sabrell, S-I-B-R-E-L.com is where the book is and the videos and the documentary. It's a funny uh, funny thing happened on the way to the moon and more. Final words, yours, 20 seconds. Bart, anything you want to say, sir? Well, if you believe in God, pray for the truth to come out because our country is uh, super corrupt and pray that this comes into the light so that it will motivate people to, you know, take down the corruptive leaders of our government. God bless you, sir. We'll talk soon. Ladies and gentlemen, LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, share the love, truth tell, will you please, and God save the republic.